You, oh, what? That was a good one. You messed it up. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. You said you, not yo. So actually, it wasn't. A it was one. one of those like so. you. Okay, go ahead. You. And welcome to the 91st presented by Adobe. The Women's World Cup show that has been awake since 3 a.m. Eastern time if your name is not Mitch Purse. Or Katie Nolan, I slept. You slept? Yeah, after. I stayed up oh, until yeah, yeah, yeah. and I slept after. <laughs> On today's episode, we talk through what happened and what didn't happen during USA vs. Portugal. We're joined by USA goalkeeper AD France to talk. Is this your part? I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think you're doing great. We're joined by my friend, USA goalkeeper, AD French, to talk about the team's ability to turn it around, goalkeeping, and defense's roles in the knockouts. And we see what's happening elsewhere as the group stage wraps up. Okay, that means now it's time to do it, right? We gotta do it. So game finished, USA nil, Portugal nil. The USA is moving on to the knockout. Okay, baby. Okay is exactly how I feel. Ow. I, is exactly how I feel. We got to talk about what happened. First, we're going to talk about how we watched it, right? I did, I, as I said, I stayed up. I was at like eight o'clock, I made the final decision. I was like, if I'm sleepy, I'm going to go to sleep and then try to wake up for it. I think we all knew that wasn't going to happen. So I stayed up until about 5.30. Was that hard? To sleep. Yes and no. It certainly wasn't easier once the game began. Um, but, uh, it was kind of hard to fall asleep because once you're like that fired up and upset about stuff, um, it's hard to go to bed, but I did. And I'm here on six hours because <laughs> I love my job and I'm dedicated to the craft. You know, I got excited too. So I had a little trouble falling asleep. Yeah. I was like, oh, the game's happening. I'm going, you, you need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to watch yeah, you this did. game. You, did have you, have, like, you had practice today. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you had stuff to do. I didn't. It was a hard day, Juan. I know. Shout out to anybody who stayed up and then like went to work, like a job at a desk. You're the real MVP. You did that. And I'm really sorry that it went the way it did. At the same time, like we said before, we threw the knockouts. So it did, it could have gone worse. <laughs> it could have gone worse than it did. Um, but shout out to all the fans and all the ways you're watching it. It's cool to see online the support for just, you know, the Women's World Cup in general. But I'm delaying the inevitable. Um, let's start with the lineup, because when the lineup came out, I know a lot of people were like, I wish I could know the lineup before I decide if I'm gonna stay up or if I'm gonna go to sleep. Oh. Like, I hate that we find out, like, once the decision's already been made. But once the lineup came out, my reaction, at least, was like, I double checked. I was like, is this from a real account? Is this real or is this, because all week, and what day is it, Tuesday? I saw people, like, tweeting what their ideal would be. Mm. And so I didn't know if I was just looking at another fan account. And I was like, no, this is the real one. You saw the blue check. Lynn, Lynn was in. Ro the blue check means nothing anymore. Rose was in. <laughs> Lynn was in. How did you feel about that lineup? Is it the one we've been asking for? Or are you not comfortable saying that? Well, when I woke up at 6 a.m. Right. And I was pressing play yeah. before I saw the lineup. I Because I do not get on. I can't get on Instagram. I can't right, get on those things. It would ruin things. So yeah. I find the lineup on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy to see Rose in the lineup, cleared for 90, yep. really excited for Lynn to see her in the lineup. Wasn't super surprised that there weren't many other changes. Thought maybe we'd see Alana come in at center back. Thought maybe Julie may slide into the six. Wasn't quite sure. But two two big changes, and that was, that was exciting. Yeah, I agree. It was exciting um, and impactful. It seemed when the match started, first few moments, I was like, this is a different team. We saw Alex playing the way, at least playing that position the way we would have expected Alex to have played it, if that makes sense. Um, 
it it looked like, you know, Lynn had like a, a chance early or something. It felt good at first. And then it felt like as that first half went on, it just sort of didn't look as as good. Is that right? Yeah, you know, that's kind of, it's the game. You know, you can come out of the mm -hmm. gate swinging and coaches obviously have tried to figure out what the correct algorithm is to have a perfect start and sustain it throughout the game. No one has solved it yet. It's kind of this inexplicable thing, but I think they just were really focused when they came out. They came out, they created some chances, could have changed the entire morning for you. <laughs> late <laughs> night. Uh, late night. Late night morning. Had had they uh finished some of those chances, it, it would have changed the trajectory of the game, but they came out they came out sharp and it's unfortunate that none of those, you know, were knocked in. Finishing hasn't been. Yeah, what's explain help me with that, the finishing. What's up with it? <laughs> Please. Gosh. <sighs> I know. Yeah, finishing know. finishing, let me first say, finishing is hard. Yes, it is um <laughs> to uh to me it's impossible. Hard. It's hard. They're they haven't had the most clear cut chances. It's not like They've had a they've had a tap in that has been missed. They've had a few chances that you know you expect to be informed in the World Cup and you put it away. Um, and on the other side of the coin, you look at the goals that you know, like the Netherlands scored. Mm. They scored some incredible goals, beautiful goals. Very rude of them to be doing it while most of us were watching, <laughs> waiting for our team to I score mean, some goals. Just every few minutes I got like a Netherlands scored. And I kept thinking, I'm like, oh, that's an old notification. No, it was another goal. They were scoring. Their goals were goal. nasty. Yeah. And then like Japan has scored great goals. Like it's, don't even give me, we'll talk about it. Don't even start on Colombia. That goal was insane. We'll get there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you want to see your forwards get in better positions. I don't think they've really been set up to be to like take amazing shots. They haven't been put in amazing positions to, you know, finish and and score a whole bunch of goals. So it's really hard because it's a it's a team thing. Yeah. You know, everybody always celebrates the forward who scores or the the midfielder scores, but you know, to put people in positions and get those shots off, it really 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 is a team effort. So it's it's just it's just the way the game's going right now. It's that off the ball stuff that people always talk about, right? I love what you did. I love yeah, I love what you, you did. It's Thanks. it's off and on. Thank you so much. Um it did feel like we I'll say we, because if you say it in times of of good, you've got to say it in times of bad. We uh we're losing the ball quite a quite a bit. Why, Midge? Can if you could, why? <laughs> I just I'm taking some notes. Uh to be quite honest, I thought Portugal's press was really great. They looked good. I thought they had a lot of people around the ball and we were a bit more spread out. We were a bit more individual, which is kind of funny when you think about like the Western world and independence and individualism. Mm. And, yeah. 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 It's reflected. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. No, I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Capitalism. <laughs> but it all comes back to it. it your sister. <laughs> But I, it, they just had so many people around the ball, whether or not they were pressing or if they were in possession, like even when they were possessing and we were pressing them, it was really hard for us to win the ball. We kind of wanted off their mistakes rather than, you know, forcing an error, really just stripping somebody because they just had three or four people around the ball and we had one. Mm. And so, you know, any 
world-class player, 4v1, you know, in a small pocket, you're like, you're, you're going to struggle. You're not going to get it. So I think we were just a little farther apart. We depended a, a little bit more on our athleticism and our grit. And to be fair, they didn't concede. Yep, that's true. I think I said it the first time mm -hmm. <laughs> we sat here in these chairs. Mm -hmm. So long I ago. said Portugal is good. Yeah, you did. I did not. And we heard you, but we didn't hear you. Yeah, you, know? you weren't like, you didn't we really. ready. I said they were good. I yeah. told you guys, this is going to be a hard game. It's a difficult game. The last time we played them, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was at Houston. We only won 1-0 and Sam Mewis scored a header like past the 80th minute. It was a set piece goal. It was great. But I'm like, they were good. And so I expected it to be a challenging game. And I don't think any of the players or any of the staff expected it not to be a challenging game. I think the only people who were surprised that it was a challenging game are the people who didn't listen to me when I said it was going to be a challenging game. If I may, I mean, it was 3 a.m. So a lot of people weren't thinking clearly. And so I think a lot of the really emotional reaction and the shock we saw from people might have just been we weren't our best selves. I know I was not my best self mm. last night. Um, ramifications of this match, though we are through, as we've said multiple times and will continue to say, to the knockout rounds, uh, no Rose, because she got a yellow card. So we have lost Rose for the next match. What a dumb card. And again, I'm, I play the role of the soccer dummy and you're our soccer expert. It, it felt like, I didn't even think that would have been a foul. And a yellow card felt like a lot. And it, it felt inconsistent. It's so inconsistent. I mean, we talked about it when the Canada-Nigeria game was happening and we were like, all right, I think they need to give a yellow because this is crazy. Everyone's going to ground. Nobody's regulating the game. It kind of actually looks dangerous. And then Rose gets pushed in the back into another player. Her studs are, are tucked into her own body. Like her knees are bent. She's sliding. She can't control it. Right. She's no magician. She's pretty close. Pretty close. But Very no close. magician. And she gives her a yellow. And I just... You could see Rose was like, just shocked. She was like, wait, what? Me? If anything, on me. Yeah. And she doesn't, I mean, I haven't really seen her. She'll talk to the refs, but I haven't really seen her belabor her point like that. And I just feel like she was very, I mean, I know she's aware. She's aware of the implications of what happened. And she was stunned. <sighs> These are people's careers. It just hurts my heart because... To that ref, I don't know if they understand. I mean, I hope they understand, but I don't think they digest or internalize what that actually means. If you think about the context of her whole journey into this World Cup, she hadn't played in months. I know. And then she gets, what, like 15, 20 minutes in one game, 30, 45 in the next game. Now she's cleared for 90. She's coming back. It's her first time back. She's getting back in the swing of things. And now she's out for the first knockout stages when they really need her. This is it's her it's her career. It's life. Like that's heart it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's it's really heartbreaking. So that that yellow card, it hurt my heart. I feel for her. And, you know, you can't I'm sure they tried to appeal it, but what does that do in any system? Nothing. <laughs> the United States had 17 shots. Six of them were on target. Uh Lynn had a couple chances. Alex had some Do we um oh, this is also difficult because listen, the emotional attachment I have to the majority of these women is uh, strong and it, it clouds my judgment. Concerning. Do, do we, I know, 100%. It has been called that many times. Um, do, what's, do you want to talk about Alex Morgan? What your thoughts are on Alex Morgan and how she looked to you in this game? 
Look, I think that Alex Morgan has been one of the best, most prolific strikers in the entire world repeatedly at this tournament. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you look at statistics, which is what everyone likes to look at, they're like, oh my gosh, like she's not like doing X, she's not doing Y, she's not doing Z. They expect so much more because she is that good. And I think it's the same conversation. She's capable of changing games. She's capable of putting the team on her back and being like, I'm going to score a hat trick and we're going to go on to the next round. Like she's, she's really capable of that. And I think she's just waiting for that first breakthrough goal to happen so she can get in there. She was player of the match, I think. Uh, she was. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, we should correct. She was the player FIFA in in that was in stadium, right? FIFA named her player of the match. That I I don't know. And again, I won't say a negative word, but I don't know. No, I and Naomi Germa was right there. I was no, 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 I was surprised. I was surprised that in a game where it's zero zero that it was given to a forward in the first place. Strange. Yeah. But, you know, we're obsessed with forwards. We're upset. Right. <laughs> Rightfully, right? yeah, we're obsessed with sports. As we should be. We're obsessed with strikers, the goals, the whole thing, the swag, the celebrations. Uh -huh, uh -huh, totally, is. totally. Um, for me, Naomi has just been. I I take so much pride in watching that woman play. I she's so she's so great, near and dear to my heart. What a fantastic human, and she's doing impeccably. She she is my my MVP right now. I think she's been fantastic. Um, but yeah, Alex got player of the match. Cool. I, yeah, not like it really means anything. I just was a it's little a cool like, trophy. Huh. huh. It is? Yeah, you get this like little trophy thing. It's better than the Indrisel plaque. Mm, hate a plaque. Hate a plaque. Power rank plaque metal trophy. Trophy. Belt. Oh, trophy. Trophy's the best? Trophy belt metal belt. That's correct. Black. That's actually correct. That is uh, <laughs> that is the correct answer to the question. And I want my trophy. Like I want to put. I want to be able to put my head in it. Like okay. I, I need yeah. a big cup. Like right. someone help me pick it up. Right. Oh, I can't on my own. Oh my god. Oh, I need some. So it's a team heavy. effort. Team effort. <laughs> um, one heart stopping, and I mean that pretty literally. Uh, moment in the match, Portugal. Wasn't that in the ninety-first minute? <laughs> uh, let's talk about it now in the stat of the show, Midge. It's now time for the stat of the show, presented by Adobe Express. Today's stat is 12 centimeters. That's right. That's the width of a FIFA regulation goalpost, like the one at Eden Park, where that width stopped uh, Anna Capetta's shot against the USA in the 91st minute. It, was, it felt like it was about to be a goal. Thank the Lord that it wasn't a goal. Um, but that's our stat of the show. What What were you doing when uh, that happened? Pacing. I was pacing at that you point. On your feet. At that point, I had stood up. I was pacing. I was. I think I was behind my couch. Uh, it was a. That was a scary moment. It was very scary. I was pouring one of my hydration little packets in my water. I'm not gonna tell you because they don't sponsor. That's me. right. <laughs> and I was pouring it in there. And as soon as it, ha it was happening, as I was pouring in, I dropped the packet everywhere and I hit the water bottle and I made a mess, but it's okay because they didn't score. It worked out. Yeah, that was, it, that was actually terrifying. Yeah, it, actually to quote Megan Rapino, girl, that was stressful. Sounds about 
Right. Mm-hmm. The start of the show was made with Adobe Express. Adobe tools are fun and easy for everyone. Adobe Express makes it easy to flex your creativity through its all-in-one editor to make your own content, including TikTok videos, reels, flyers, and so much more. Join the Adobe Express beta now by going to express.adobe.com. All right, so we've talked about the match, and I would like us to talk a little bit about post-match. The reaction to this game, it felt like there was a lot of freaking out. There was a lot of... uh, over on the site formerly known as Twitter, uh, it felt like, and I want to be, it was 3 a.m. Again, it was at this point, it was 5.30 in the morning. Um, so a lot of people were not on their best sleep. They weren't rested. They weren't thinking clearly. A lot had just happened. It was a little shocking. But it seemed like people got very negative very quickly. Like, this is it. We're done. Um, I'm still trying to suss out where I stand on this. But do you did you feel like that reaction was like people are overreacting, they're reacting the right amount or they're they're actually. How do you feel about it? I am so taken aback by the overreaction of our nation. Mm. You are. Wait, can I just say you are? I mean, have you seen (laughs) us in the last however many years? I know. But it's, it's just so it's so wild to me because. You know, before the tournament, during the goal, Sophia Smith goals, you just see everyone so excited and so behind everybody. Like the positivity, the belief, it's it's there. And then to see one or two, two, let's say two performances. I'll even give you the Netherlands game. To see two performances go and that completely shift, like you, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde me, you completely like do a 180 with your sentiments and your energy towards the team, these women who you were rooting for, wanted to die for, it's it's jarring to me. You know, I, maybe it's because I'm a very loyal person. Mm. <laughs> I don't really flip-flop like that. But when I'm, if I'm with you from the beginning, yeah. I'm with you at the end. And while I think it's really justified and reasonable to analyze and critique the play and say, you wish it would be better, observe. I feel like there has been a lot of rhetoric that has undermined the players as individuals, their character. And that to me, I think that's that's really unacceptable. That's too much. I feel like fan wise, um, while I don't love that and I don't love the idea of turning on a team. And I also acknowledge that there is unfortunately a faction of people who are rooting for this team to fail in some backwards way of thinking because they think the team doesn't like America, which is just a whole, we're not going to get that deep into the internet, but I know that it exists. While I'm upset, well, I, I, I kind of understand fans being reactionary where it bugs me. And I don't even want to spend too much time on this because I'm really annoyed about I it. I do. Is the media. What bugs me is the media covering this team. And and look, I'm not saying don't be critical. I'm not saying um, don't talk about the mistakes or the problems or the weaknesses. But it's just the, the way in which you do it um, and being aware of the weight of your words and what they could mean. To me, that's your job as the media, right? Is is You're not always going to be correct, but it's not... It's more about feeling like thinking about what you're going to say before you say it. A lot of uh, the media would say things that were just kind of repeating trite sayings that didn't weren't very 
deep and they didn't provide a lot of insight. And then they would kind of tag it with this little like thing that made it about themselves in a way that made me feel like I wasn't getting the best. Am I doing this well? That I wasn't getting the best analysis I deserved as a women's as a U.S. women's soccer fan. Might you give me an example? Um, let me think hard. (laughs) Um, so let's say Carly Lloyd had a lot to say. She sort of insinuated that the women insinuated. You know, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, that 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 the team looked uninspiring, lackluster. They're taking it for granted. Again, all just things you say. Um, that winning and doing all you can to be the best possible individual player is not happening. I was baffled by the comments. I'm all for critiquing the players' performances, Mm -hmm. their tactical awareness, their positioning. That's what they're there to do is to analyze, right? You can be negative. But to diminish their commitment and their discipline, their character, that's absolutely ludicrous to me. I mean, these are players who, when they got the call that they were going to the World Cup, they were trembling. Mm. Their phones were shaking. You couldn't even hold the camera straight. I've seen these players fall to pieces about this team, about this dream of going to the World Cup, and then pick themselves back up and put it all together. They tear their bodies apart so that they can get to this stage, get to this level. And then their passion is questioned. Mm. By somebody they know. Not a stranger. I don't know. It just made me feel icky. Um, probably even more icky was an another person. <laughs> Alexi Lawless, first of all, at the half, saying that it looked like Crystal Dunn had never played football before. Felt, I mean, I hope he regrets that. I don't, I hope I that can't. was a thing he said, and then he was like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that. I hope. I, I hope. I don't play about Crystal. That's my friend. That's wild. She was not having that. It Of all the, I just... That bugged and me. why her? Exactly. Every, no one. They all didn't play. But this is important. I don't want to talk about this for too long. We could do this the entire podcast. But something that I'm, I feel very passionately about, and I want to make sure we mention, is that Alexi kind of following up and forcing with Carly, trying to get her to say. So you're saying that appearances, fame, and money are getting in the way of them winning was basically the question that he asked her, and the way he asked it sure felt like he was hoping for a yes. To do that. In regards to a team who has very publicly fought for equal pay, who money has been an issue in the sense that they have not been given the money they deserve and progress is starting to be made. During a World Cup, when other federations are fighting with their women's team because they're having that same battle, where there's still inequities across the game, to say that money goes to the heads of these players and has somehow diminished their on-field performance, to me, is like apology-worthy, almost. Like, that made me so mad that I have not gone back and, like, rewatched the clips to make sure that I'm not misinterpreting. No, and, and you're completely justified because when I heard it, I, I was, I jaw-dropped. To what, it, what he's saying is not only is he just trivializing women's sports because you're saying that this is not an industry it's not a business where money is is a priority 
where exposure and investment are priorities. You're saying, oh, we can't compromise this, what did you say? Sanctity? Yeah, the of, sanctity of the women's national <laughs> team by paying them. Sanctity of the women's them. game. You must play purely for... The love of the game. The love of the game. You must play for your heart. You must play because you just have this burning desire inside you to win. Let's mm -hmm. not muddy all of this with money. You want to you earn money? It's ridiculous. It suggests that as we advance in investment and exposure our performance is compromised, that we are not capable of being a big business and also performing it is a horrible thing to say. I cannot fathom if if Jalen Hurts had a bad year this year after he signed <laughs> his $225 yeah. million dollar yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. I can't fathom anyone saying it's the money. <laughs> it's the I money will, that got to him. Uh, let's say, though, real quick, Heyo, shout out to Heyo. I liked the way she handled it. I liked the way she talked about, like, look, uh, this we've been through adversity before. They're they're moving on to the next round. We need to get behind these women and stay behind these women. Um, and, and I look, I know it's probably a difficult line to walk being a player who's talking about the performance of your peers, your friends, your your national team. No, I, I get back. it. I, okay, it's it, not hard. It's it, easy. No. It, How did you feel about the coaching? <laughs> I understand it's difficult. That's what I'm saying. It's I get that it's tough. But it's not difficult to have enough respect mm. for the players, oh. even if you know them or if you don't know them, yeah. to not question their their heart, yeah. their motives, their will to win, mm. or their efforts. I mean, that that's not hard. And and we can collectively, as a community, do a better job. We can. And we should. And we have to move on because I could do the whole podcast about this. We could keep going. But let's just wrap this up. The job is done. Regardless of how you feel about how the match went, it's done now. So be happy about that. You know, they say, like, it, it, clap because it's over. Like, you don't even if you don't feel good about it, applaud because it's over and you don't have to feel that way anymore. We're moving on to the next. I think it's best for everybody to just clean slate, pray for the best. We'll see what happens. They're going to have a difficult road against Sweden and, I mean, Japan. We'll talk about it, but they look so good. Uh, but it's over, right? So great. Uh, okay, now it's time for Keeping Us Connected, presented by AT&T 5G. Connecting changes everything. Today's guest is Eddie Franch. Hi, babe. How you doing? Edgar, hi. How y'all doing? I'm we glad are so to be good. on here. Okay, AD. <laughs> what, is your, what are your first thoughts on the USA-Portugal game? I mean... Okay, let's let's. It's a, it's a deep sigh. <laughs> it's tough in these streets. <laughs> the World Cup is like the World Cup. It's 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 its own beast. Um, and everybody's got their opinions on what people should or shouldn't be doing and how they should be doing it. Are they doing it right? Are they doing it wrong? They could be doing it this way, but they should have done it this way. Like, look, it that that's also people's job, right? To do all of that. It is our job as athletes when we're in that moment to do what we need to do to keep moving on. And at the end of the day, they're moving on. Was it the prettiest? No. Do they have their everything together? No. But that's literally sports. Sometimes you get through it with having a really bad performance. Sometimes you don't. And we did. And there's room to celebrate within that space because it's still not an easy task. This is why we get along. I actually so really well. love that because there was a lot of people who had a lot to say about any form of celebration or interaction with fans after. Oh shoot! And yeah. it, I like that. That I mean, you're like, 
you did get the result you wanted. Maybe it didn't go exactly how you, but technically you're through. It's not even technically. It's a a win. No, it's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) A win is a win. (laughs) Okay, here's another thing. So you kind of spoke to it. Everybody's all upset about, you know, the play, it not going exactly how they wanted to. My question is, how much does it matter playing the way you wanted to play and advancing versus just advancing, not with that performance that you really wanted to put in, not feeling as satisfied with how you guys did? At the end of the day, our job is to win. You know, you don't get paid and you don't win championships by not winning or not moving on. So at the end of the day, that's the result you want. Um, how you got there, that's that all but depends on opinion. And like some people were like, oh, you can play better soccer than that. That was horrible. Um, or you're like, well, they're just a transition team or they don't, they're individuals. They don't know how to play together. Look, you're going to have times of that. You can literally go to any single club, any single national team and find games that they do or don't connect. They're on the same page or they're not on the same page. Again, they work through. So I don't think it matters if you're getting to the result in a big tournament like that because, you know what, this next game, they could come and be on fire and connect and and still lose. So then what are you saying? That is true. They played pretty soccer, but they didn't move on. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I hope they're not listening to all of this chatter. I hope that they're in this bubble, working together, working on the pieces that they can do something about to, to the next game and keep pushing forward. Uh, so you were on, I hate to bring this up, but you were on the Olympic squad that lost mm. 3-0 to Sweden. Knowing that they are likely coming I, next in the knockouts, is that game something that this team can use to prepare and to to motivate them? Or is it like that's old news? I think it depends on who you are. Um, I think it depends on your experiences. Everyone is different on how they get motivated and come together. So um, I think you might have people who experience that game and will take that piece as a motivation. And I think there are players there that didn't experience that game, so they don't quite have that same emotional connection to it, which could be a possible positive thing as well. Um, So I think, honestly, it's individual-based. And then as a collective, maybe that is what they're saying as a group, like how we played against them before and how we want to move forward. Or maybe it's not the conversation at all, and it's focused on what they do day in and day out, the way in which that they can get better day in and day out. And then there's aspects of Sweden that, okay, we're going to scout, and we know that, and we'll go out and do the, like, U.S. soccer. I don't think people realize how big of a game this is and the history of the matchups between Sweden and the U.S. and and big tournaments like this. Is it not your Olympics, but the Olympics before that, the U.S. lost to Sweden and PKs. So this is a, a rivalry, a matchup that has a lot of history. It has a lot of context, especially in these big, big, big stages. So this is this is not a game to miss. What time is it? Five. Oh, it's better. Five is better. Five. <laughs> I might be up at five. I, I, might, I up. might pop up. I yeah, might pop I, up. Might, I might turn that laptop on. <laughs> okay. Another interesting, I'm not usually the stat girl, it's usually Katie. I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) But 
Alyssa Nair has faced statistically one shot on target so far. That's pretty crazy. So for keepers, I want your perspective, your expertise. For keepers, when they haven't faced as many shots and you're about to go into a game where theoretically you might be expecting more shots on goal than one, is there something psychologically that you have to adapt to? Are there any changes that you need to make? Something you have to prepare for? What is it like, you know, going, experiencing that shift? I think some keepers prepare for each game very similar. I mean, that's players in general. Um, you have a routine, you have a mentality to stay locked in the entire game. Um, I think maybe even throughout the game, if you're noticing that you, you're not having a lot of shots, you recognize that there's probably going to be that one shot that's going to come in this time. And, and you got to be prepared for it. You got to stay in it. How do you stay in that? At the end of the day, you, you train as well a little bit for what you might may or may not see in the games. Um, like, is this a team that's going to hit a lot of distance shots? Is this a team that's going to cross early and in, in behind that back line? Is this a team that's going to drop it and do a cutback? Um, so you prepare for that, whatever that may look like. It's so funny because I remember, I don't know if this was under Jill or Black, I don't remember under who, but we were in a camp. And when we play, we wear heart rate monitors mm-hmm. so they can track to see basically how fit we are if we're out of shape. <laughs> and I remember one time in a game, Dawn, she said, goalkeepers don't have to wear heart rate monitors anyway, anymore. Because what happens is your heart rate's just like this the whole game. And it's like that. It just goes up real quick and then it's back down. And it's like, it's just every shot you get. And so, I don't know, you describing how you just have to be ready if you're having a boring game. I say boring because to me, it sounds boring. <laughs> I was going to say, you wouldn't last back there. It boo. sounds I would, I would not. I'd be picking daisies. <laughs> picking daisies. Can I get some water back here? <laughs> but anyway, I, it's just so interesting that you just have to stay so focused the entire time with no action. And just that one moment, your heart rate, it goes up. Is that how you felt in the 91st minute of the last game? If you didn't know, that's when they had that shot that hit the post. That's... <laughs> probably how I would there would definitely be a spike <laughs> I had a spike and I was just watching it I'm America's telling you heart I rate woke up my child. my heart was like here it was uh oh boy I mean just watching it even back in the highlights too and going back and seeing some of it just um trying to play it like what oh. was your face what was your face oh yeah there it is <laughs> oh I'll see that oh all right we good we move it on we good we good, <laughs> we good. Uh, all right Moving on. Uh, now, while we're talking about your prep and like the way you specifically do it, we are in the knockouts now, which means that we're going to start seeing more, like we could potentially see like PKs. And so far in this tournament, goalkeeping has been incredible. A lot of penalty stops. And I'm curious, can you explain to our audience the the prep for like a PK? Do you prep for like each shooter and do you prep differently? Do you like, is it all guessing like what just walk me an idiot through that i mean i'm not trying to share my secrets though sure <laughs> no tell me but like t- treetop secrets <laughs> yeah 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 come on Mitch. come yeah, on yeah what do you do ad uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> um no i think uh i think every goalkeeper is different a little bit um but there is strategy behind there um i mean who you're facing how they've played how they typically set up how do they um 
how they've done their last PKs, what's the percentages. Um, and, you know, you can have all of that and they can still change it up on you. Um, so then what are you reading their body language, um, their plant foot, their hips, all of that? How quickly can you read that if you are reading? Or you can also make a decision that you're like, I'm going this way no matter what. And that's what you do. And you get either lucky and played the odds. You know, it's like a little bit. Of, I'm I'm going to go to uh, go gamble a little bit or you wait long because then there are players now that try to wait to see what a goalkeeper does. And if they move early, they got you the other side. So um, what do you do? Don't make I ain't say. telling you. I ain't telling you. I'm giving <laughs> I'm giving you the general reading the goalkeepers. <laughs> can do a little you read I mean, hips, a little they don't lie <laughs> <laughs> are you a percentage girl <laughs> i don't know oh, let me ask no. you this can you describe for me the feeling what it feels like in your body and in your mind when you go one way and the ball goes the opposite way and into the net so you're not even close to making the save does that feel like oh i, I did what i did and that was one of the possible outcomes or are you like golly i'm upset like i'm down <laughs> Not well, good. Yeah. Well, well, is a good net. <laughs> no, what you Throw do the is ball back. No, I play. What do I do? A, a, a little context. When I was in Portland, AD and I were in Portland together. We played together, and it was my first. Actually, not my first time. It was my first time, like really, actually playing outside back, <laughs> so in a back line. So she was the first keeper to like try to teach me how to defend. What she does, I can tell is, how it went just yeah. by watching her reaction. What she does when a PK happens and she happens to go the other way is she looks for the defender that committed the foul. <laughs> That's what she Get does. Out of and she you. finds her. And then what? I, she, like intense eye She's contact? like, no more. <laughs> Keep your feet. <laughs> it's accountability. I wish she was lying. <laughs> I wish she was lying. I'm glad she's not. She's not. And also, it depend. I will say, it does depend on the foul. <laughs> it does. Okay. It fair. does depend on the foul. Like, if you were going all out and you're trying to block shots and, like, it was one of those that you were, like, like it caught the hand or whatever, okay. But if you're going and doing some crazy fouls and tripping people in the box, get out of my box. <laughs> That's, That's different than you trying to... That's what you used to say to me, Mitch, get out of the box. <laughs> Get up, get up. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, shoot. She... <laughs> well, so how do you think US versus Sweden would go if it went to PKs? Oh, I hate doing this because I'm not trying to put that on her. I hope she I hope she's turning off her social media, which Alyssa probably does, but I, I think she's got two saves in her. Ooh. I think she's got two saves in her. So, I mean, you want to take whatever number after that. I just know my girl got two saves in her. I would be so hype. I'd be yeah, so hype. hype. I would be hype if listen. Not that we wanted to go to PKs. No. No, 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 no. Please, I mean, no. It, my heart can't take it. We can win in regular time. Yeah. But she, if it let's, did, let's, let's, if it let's did. win in regular time. Because <laughs> guess what? If we went in regular time, then she could just put those two saves in her back pocket and ready That's right. for it when it. That's there right. They're like rollover minutes. <laughs> Keep them, and then you can use them in the next cycle. <laughs> That's how that works. 
Uh, Amy, thank you so much. I don't, Does that exist anymore? To. Okay, it used to. We're, we don't have to highlight how old I am again. Roll, we get roll it. Roll over minutes. We get it on Wait 36. a second. Wait a second. Mm. Mm. Roll over minutes. Let's just stop being rude and say goodbye and thank you. I think that's probably the next move here. Thank you so much for doing this and for giving us these answers and for, you know, shedding a little light onto what it's like for for these women. We love you and appreciate you. Thanks, mamas. Thank you for having me on. You guys keep killing it, all right? Thanks again to AD, and thanks again to AT&T 5G for keeping us connected. All right, Midge, before we sign off, uh, let's take a look at the rest of the tournament. Let's zoom out, because there's a lot of people feeling a lot of things, shocking endings. We are not the only team that kind of went through it here, which means we should probably start with Australia knocking Canada out 4-0, sent them home, this is the first time the Olympic reigning Olympic champions are not through to the knockout stage. Uh, thoughts on that game? That so for reference, I've always had this in my head: two zero is a win. Three is that borderline. We crushed them. Three zero. I think you crushed them. Mm. You killed. Four zero. Canada losing four zero to Australia. Australia is good. But 4-0? A Sam Curless Australia. That's that is that's a hard flight back. That's a long mm. flight back to Canada. Poor things. Um, also, Colombia shocking Germany 2-1. What? I wish I was in some Colombian restaurant when that happened. <laughs> I can't even imagine how lit it was. That that was crazy. What? Linda Caicedo. I'm calling it now. Yeah. In five to seven years, she will be the best player in the world. What's her story? You were telling me a little bit about it. She went pro at 14. Wild. Same. <laughs> at 14, she went pro. She got ovarian cancer at 15, has overcome that. And now at 18, she's the first player to play in the U-17 World Cup. The U-20 World Cup, stay with me because I did both of those things. And the FIFA World Cup in the same year. Mm. In the same year. She scored goals in all three of them. This is, she is a sensation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people are aware of how her goal for me at this moment is the goal of the tournament. It was beautiful. It, it was, if you get the right camera angle, you see her looking out of the side of her eye waiting she's waiting for the second defender to come she already has one to be and she's like nah come here <laughs> and then she does her does her mm. and then upper mm. 90 and then gone i was like who's this girl Incredible. And i was like she has braces <laughs> How old <is> she? <laughs> yeah she was born the year i graduated from high school crazy so nigeria through to the round of 16 evie 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 through that's right we're through. Yep. They did it. Yep. My heart is so happy. So full. Oh my gosh. Also, I have to shout out Tony Payne for Nigeria. She plays in the midfield. She's from the US, went to school in the US, grew up in the US system with me. We played mm? U17 World Cup together. Yeah. U20 World Cup? Not the World Cup, but U20s together. Went to go play for her home nation, uh, other home nation, Nigeria. Oh my gosh, she's been incredible for them. Yeah. She has been a star, like a standout player for them. And I'm just really happy for you. Good job, Tony. Good job, Tony. She went to Spain and never came back. J Speaking of Spain, Japan, Spain. 
That was crazy. Was wild. Japan won 4 nil. We didn't expect that. No, we didn't. Mayazawa, currently, I believe, the golden boot leader, unless something's changed With in between four. when we, yeah. She looks great. They've got Junendo. Tanaka had a goal. They look, I mean, that team looks good. And I saw this. I was hoping you could explain this to me very quickly and casual fans. Uh, Spain had 77% possession in that game. 10 shots, two of them on goal. Japan, 23% possession, seven shots, five on goal. What, how, how can you dominate possession like that? What does that mean about the game? What does that tell you was happening? It, it was really unexpected to hear that. Well, you look at Spain, a very possession-oriented team, and then you look at Japan, a very possession-oriented team, and you would expect that they would both split the right. possession, <laughs> that ni neither one would dominate the other like that. So when I saw the stats, I said, interesting, but even more interesting when you look at the scoreline, because you don't think of Japan as being this counterattack team that's going to catch you out of possession. We're going to we're going to counter. We're going to get you on an attacking transition. We're going to like speed race past you and just score goals. And that's what they did. They they their counters were so precise and effective. They were super efficient. In it, and I was so surprised and pleasantly impressed. It just showed to me another level to their game, just more depth, that they're not just the, the traditional Japanese team that's just going to pass around you, outpossess you, and, like, ticky-tack to goal the whole way. Like, you got to get on your horse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, knockout matches. As of now, these are the matchups we're looking at. Uh, Switzerland, Spain. Is Spain going to bounce back, do you feel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you think Spain's probably going to take that? Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Let's let's clear this up now. Mm -hmm. The group stages are done. Yeah. It's not even it's not even a bounce back thing. It's just you're moving on. You're now we're now in the the part. Not that the part other part didn't count, but this part really counts. It, it's a different level. Yeah. And so now it, it's it's game time, and it's a, it's a different hat. It's the World Cup. Come on, people, put on your other hat. Uh, England versus Nigeria. Oh, that's a game. I'm I'm taking Nigeria. That, so am I. I mean, I know I could probably tell, but I just I don't know. England doesn't. I don't want to say things like this and then have them clipped and say I'll live to regret them. No, say, England it. doesn't really scare me. That's okay. Is that okay? They're not as scary as they were in the Euros. Thanks. They're still good, but yeah. they're not as scary as they were. Oh, England won six one today. That's something that I've just been told in my ear. Uh, they look so, great. That's great. I. Should I take back what I said? I no, I All honestly right. I don't change my my Yeah. I don't change anything because I also think Nigeria is so dangerous. Yeah. And like and, underestimated. Yes, and I think that they can catch them out. I think they're they're doing well. I think what is it? The last time that they went to the quarterfinals was nineteen ninety nine. Look at that. Yeah, go ahead. Fact check me, Jay. Stats and research. 3.30 a.m. on Monday, that game. So, Midge, I will be making you the crepes, and we can watch that together. Uh, yes, the crepes. Uh, Australia, Denmark. Will we see the return of Sam Kerr? I hope so. I probably. She's re She had been cleared to be subbed in, right? But they were the whole thing about that last match was they were hoping to not have to use her, and clearly they did not have to use her. So you think, will she start? I don't know. I saw her kissing a baby. Oh, and that know. usually means it's time that you're ready. Yeah, I, I believe that, for that is pertinent information. 100%. <laughs> was she shaking and hands? No. Nope. Shaking hands and kissing babies? Just kissing babies. Okay. To me, so, suggests ooh. she's cleared it for at least 60. Right. Could go either way. Uh, and then Japan versus Norway. What do you think is going to happen there? 
I'm saying another Japan shutout. That would be, have they let a single goal in? No, they have not. That one goal. Wild. And fun to watch. Very fun to watch. That's 4 a.m. on Saturday. So the only part about it that's fun. We'll be watching that because that's a bad time to wake up. Um, A few more matches finish up this week and then the knockouts begin this weekend. USA versus the winner of Group G, which is what, Sweden? On uh, Sunday at 5 a.m. Eastern. And this is winner go home. I just want to re-clarify what Midge was just saying. Penalties, shootout. Like this is like a, someone's going to win. And if you don't win, bye-bye. So, yes, this has been fun so far, but it's getting serious. It's going to stay fun, but it's like this is serious. Well, yeah, think about it like this. Now, before every game, you have to pack your bags. Oh, wow. I That's like on reality shows. <laughs> you're like going into the gauntlet and you're like, all right, I got to pack my bag, yeah, bring my bag with case. me. Just Even just case. the mentality of that, mentality. you start thinking differently. You're like, oh, I this is, I'm really... It My underwear's not it. in the drawer anymore. It, no. Like, this is, pick up your stuff. Get yeah. your stuff. You had to pick out the outfit you're going to wear to the airport. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday morning after the U.S. round of 16 match, unless this one has a meeting or something. Like, we're going off her schedule. I'm around. It, it's it's really up to Juan Carlos. He's really dictating. Playing professional <laughs> soccer. So, like, kind of busy. But that's why our schedule's a little weird. But we will hopefully see you on Tuesday. Until then, I'm Mitch Burke. And I, Katie Nolan. And this was the 91st, presented by Adobe. Make sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels for more great World Cup content and some exclusive the 91st content. Bye, Midge. Bye, Katie.